On New Year's Eve 2009, we decided to come up with goals, not resolutions, for the year ahead. We wanted to take control of our lives instead of sitting back and letting life happen to us or pass us by. Every year since, we've created a bucket list that encouraged each other and worked toward achieving our goals throughout the year. In 2012, we started to document our journey in our blog, The Great Goal Rush. I'm Chris. And I'm Lissa. And this is The Great Goal Rush Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Chris and Lissa's Great Goal Rush Podcast. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Chris. Also known as Hateful Chris. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm your co-host, Lissa, an angel in blessing. The blissful one, please. Uh, We're here, and we are back, better than ever, to talk to you one more time about our lives, our goals, our experiences, and how much I hate Chris. And how much she's annoyed with me. It's just another Sunday afternoon. That's unsuspecting Sunday no, afternoon. No, it's not afternoon. It's it's 9.56. And according to Chris, we can't do anything until 10 o'clock a.m. Anything. First off, I was quoting Backstreet Boys, unsuspecting Sunday afternoon. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely an underrated song. Second, 10 o'clock just seems... Like the time. Yeah, because why not put out an arbitrary number for everything to start in this house when we're living in a world right now with no timetable? Because yeah, ten, sure, that makes sense. We can't do anything before ten. So if that's the if that's your thought process, why did we wait until Sunday to record this? We have a standing day that we do these recordings. Why do you have more chin hair than I do? Because I'm just lucky. Lucky. Blessed, actually. Yeah. Yeah, but back to your recording stuff. We have a specific day that you were talking about. No, we could do it any day. This is like... uh, (laughs) You have nothing. I was going to say something. Good. But I won't. No, no. This is like what? No. This is like what? I'm not going to. Like what? Say it. You've already let it now. I'm just saying that you are a fucking piece of shit rigid monster that has to do things only in the nighttime or only in the morning or only at certain hours of the day and i don't appreciate it and stop bringing me in to your the looks so that you said you said you like to do things only at the night only at the morning or only over certain times of the day and that's the entire day that's the entire day but it's like we can only eat chips after (laughs) six that's a lie or we can't you can't eat donuts unless it's the weekend (laughs) or you can you have rules and i don't want to abide by them you want to abide by them cool i don't so (laughs) i created a schedule so anyone who's listening to this podcast for the first time welcome (laughs) uh we usually don't sound like this but we're stuck with we've been stuck with each other uh, no, that's not the reason. No. This is just how we are off mic. It's just Chris being a, <laughs> a dick. Anyway, we're usually not like this, but we have been cooped up in the house for a good 10 days, 11 days or so. More than that. Yeah. And um, I, I'm i just hitting my stride. This feels <laughs> great. I, I am at one with our house, especially the couch. 
Alyssa uh, is not so I'm, much. I'm She's not fine. Struggling. You're not struggling at all. Don't it's just a picture. You had to come up with a calendar. You had to come up with, you know, I have to do this every single day. Otherwise, I'm going to go crazy. Me, it's like I have to turn on the TV. The end. Yeah, because Life's I'm doing good. all the things based on my calendar. So if I mm-hmm. wasn't mopping the floor and if I wasn't vacuuming, if I wasn't painting, if I wasn't doing this and that, your ass would not be able to to be one with the couch. That's not true. How is that possible? Who's cleaning the sheets? We Who? both are. Hold up. Don't pretend like all of a sudden you do the chores around the house. My, Let's stop. My point is... For, hold on. There are going to be people who are listening to this for the first time who don't know the roles in this house. I clean Chris don't, Cooks. Yeah. Don't even say that you do all the chores but in this house. If you... First off, I created a weekly, daily for calendar for myself yes. to stay on a schedule, on a routine when I was planning to work from home because <laughs> I'm with Chris's demon child and I wanted to maintain some type of normalcy before this pandemic stuff happened. I was going to be working from home. So I started to do that. And then Chris started getting, uh, becoming more aware of what I was planning to do on my daily schedule and then started interjecting himself to say, well, today's not vacuum day, or today's not this day. Well, if you when vacuum I, when I, day, don't vacuum again on Tuesday. If the carpet in your pubes get on the carpet. Okay, don't even say that. That's so stupid. First off, what you need to be vacuumed. What you do is like you'll say your toenails. No, what you say is, <laughs> I want to, I want to vacuum on Monday. So you vacuum on Monday. Then you say, I'm going to dust on Tuesday. But when you dust, you take all the dust that's on the fan and you wipe it down so it hits the ground so you have to vacuum again i have scheduled vacuum day on dust day anyway those things those types of monotony scoot up closer to the microphone because i don't think the world can hear you complain i think the world can hear me and also i'm done complaining and also (laughs) you had nothing you're off your game right now you're off your game six minutes in you're off your game Oh, she's getting hot. She took off the sweatshirt. Oh, boy. Am I allowed to do that before 10? If you want to. It's 10 one actually. So do it. Yeah, you're free. allowed. Yeah. Eat donuts if you want at this point. Um, So, it's been a week. Um, We have really done... I mean, Liz has been very productive with doing a lot of things. We, As some of you guys know that we are... Doing our kitchen over, we're trying to remodel a whole bunch of stuff, and Lissa did a whole bunch this week, getting everything situated, um, and that required painting and sanding and everything else, and we're still not finished yet, but it's finally looking like you can see what it's going to appear, what it's going to look like at the end, so that's good. Is your Has your anxiety lessened? No, because my anxiety is going to be heightened big time about, what we got to do today. About 30 minutes, yeah. yeah, what we have to do today is take everything out of the cabinets because there's a bunch of dust in there from sanding, clean all that stuff out. But while we're cleaning, all of the food will be out of the pantry and it's going to look so unorganized, but I do know at the end of it I'll be very happy because I know it'll be organized and a lot of the stuff that we don't use we can throw away and be more organized cuz like that's that what it's all about. Zoodle spiralizer. Yeah, I mean, it served its purpose, but it broke so quickly. I just didn't want to throw it away because it was such a cool tool. But, I mean, Amazon, I guess I can get whatever I want, right? Not in these times. That's true. Unless it's not priority, but 
Doritos are a priority. Anyway, um, so that's what's going on a little bit later today. Um, and do you wanna do you wanna mention my proposed suggested topic for this? Yeah, podcast? I'll get there. Okay. Um, but throughout the course of the week, I um, myself, I, I binge watched Ozarks. That when the show first started, I wasn't a big fan of it, and then you had to get past a, certain episodes or certain you know storylines, and then I got into it. So I watched the last three episodes of season two and then finished season three in two days. And that's 10 episodes. That's 10 hours. That's putting in work. I'm proud of myself. I just want to mention that. I hate you so much. (laughs) Like, I think this is... I really just wanted to mention that because I know how much you hated it. So that was fun. Do you want to tell about, tell the world about your Mentos accomplishments or no? Is that something you want to... I can fuck some Mentos (laughs) up. How about that? And not the regular basic bullshit mentos but the rainbow mentos and if you've had them you know what i'm talking about and if you haven't you need to know what i'm talking about so that's it um but if you would like to talk about eating i'd love to talk to you about eating sure would you like to talk about what you like to eat no shit (laughs) that's what you like to eat All right, let's talk about your topic. Let's let's get into yeah, you, it. You get into it. Well, let's idea of today's topic would be about gratitude and what we're grateful for. And I really don't want to talk about what I'm grateful for uh, because I just don't. Now's not the time for me to talk about what I'm grateful for. It's really not. But Lissa <laughs> wants to talk about it. So that's great. So let's talk about it. So then as a result of all of this I went into it saying you know we should really there's no better time to talk about all of the things that we're grateful for no matter the circumstances and Chris was like I don't want to talk about it I love how my voice gets all stupid and then he made me angry because he told me that he got all in a hissy because I asked if we could podcast from the couch because my fucking sides hurt so bad when I sit oh on our chairs Lord. for 30 minutes. Well, maybe you shouldn't have bought some cheap chairs. They're not cheap chairs. Pretty cheap. No. I'm sitting right chair. on them right now. Seems comfortable for it's me. It's the fact that I have 30 fucking pounds of baby. Well, who told you to? In well, first of, off, our baby is not going to weigh 30 pounds. <laughs> so don't you dare say 30 pounds okay, of baby. Six pounds of baby mm. and the rest fluid. And the rest brownies. <laughs> <laughs> and all I ask, I've been asking for the last couple months, jokingly, I've been like, can we record from the couch? Can we record from the bed? And Chris is like, Neh. Again, today, I, I, I've got to be that. I was yeah. like, I'm done. I can't sit on these chairs. I can't sit on a chair, like upright for 30 minutes. I have to be in a comfy place with propped up, my legs propped up, so my sides don't hurt. About to give birth? <laughs> About, I am in birth position yes and chris is like how are we gonna do this i'm like just put the microphone here and the computer here and we'll be good and lo and behold here we are recording a podcast in these circumstances yeah it looks so, really stupid though yeah really people stupid. can't see it yeah this is a real official it's not professional we studio. have we're we're sitting right next to a lamp that looks like it's about to fall over we've got a makeshift office space this is not how i do business Bitch, it's just not. you're not. I'm the producer of this. Media. I listen. You're not look at me. A, you're not a professional podcaster. I am the captain of the ship. The ship is f- flipped over. 
it we're all of the that's your best comeback the ship is flipped over the ship is capsized (laughs) yeah you're you're not just sharpest right now maybe we should have waited till after 11 o'clock actually maybe you should talk about what you're grateful for (laughs) go ahead talk about what you're grateful for this is your topic, so let's talk about what you're grateful for. Prior to this conversation and this day, <laughs> I was grateful for you, and then I realized today mm. that I don't. I, you're, I'm not grateful for you anymore. All right, that's great. <laughs> no, I'm serious though. Mm-hmm. I have a problem. I'm not grateful <laughs> that you can't be grateful. <laughs> I think that I'm just really lucky that we get to be in this house together on other in other circumstances and the fact that we are have food and the fact that my mom and sister brought over four dozen eggs yesterday that's great the fact that i'm still moving around Mm -hmm. even though we're this baby could come in the next couple of weeks i'm what okay why do you look at me like that because the baby could come in the next couple seconds let alone weeks i don't know why you say Weeks. Well, I'm saying my due date is in two weeks. So I'm just saying mm-hmm. like the fact that I can still move around. I can't sit in a chair, but I can move around. And that's something that also Chris brought up. I'm fucking kill you. What? <laughs> You're like, oh, you can paint. You can do this, but you can't yeah. sit in a chair for 30 minutes. Yeah. It hurts. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so the fact that I can move around, the fact that we're together, the fact that we have internet, the fact that we have water, the fact that we're healthy, that it's just, it's great. The fact that the people who, in our lives who we know, who weren't who weren't feeling so well, are rebounding. That's hope. There is not there is hope. You can hope, but the facts are the facts. Mm-hmm. And I I mean, my former manager and friend sent us a bottle of amazing wine this past week mm. when we need it the most. And then I'm going to use the empty bottle to slit Chris's throat. <laughs> I'm going to smash it. And then, yeah. And then we had friends send us some items on our registry that we didn't, we didn't, they didn't need to do that. They didn't need to generously send us stuff. Like, it was just a In a lot. time where everyone should be worried about themselves, they showed that they were worried about us. And it was very nice and thoughtful that they did that. And look, like... The situation is very high anxiety right now. Stressed out. I'm like... Sound like you stroked out. You say that every single podcast. But you did. You're insensitive. You said... (laughs) Okay. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. I mean, like... If you want to look at all of the things that are going wrong, which you do, then far be it for me to stop you. But to me, that's not the healthiest approach. Like, oh, <laughs> I won't be able to be there for your delivery. Or I won't be able to we won't be able to sell our house for probably 18 months. I didn't months. say that. I'm just saying, I'm throwing out things that you could look you could look at our situation or any situation and get really down. And a lot of people, um, you know, probably have share a mentality that you have, which is often you see the worst thing. I see the world for what it is, not for what I want it to be. I don't see it for what it is, what I want it to be. I see it. F- I see 
the positive things and the things that I'm grateful for regularly, which changes the way you see everything else positively. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that I'm always positive. I'm not saying this in a self-righteous way, but how can you not be grateful for all of the things that we have right now? And, 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 and that's it. I mean, I think it's, there's no other way to see things. No, it's not true because I see them differently. It's sometimes, you know, the bad outweigh the good sometimes. So it's easy to say, but you've got this and you've got this, you've got this, you got this. And it's like, yeah, but then this one bad thing could outweigh all of the good things that you just listed. So each thing, it you know, it depends on the uh, enormity of what the bad thing is. Yeah, but even bad through those bad moments that have happened, there are still nuggets of hopefulness and good throughout. But if you don't choose to see them, then you are blocking out reality. So you say... I see the world for what it is. You don't. You see the world for the worst and you are easily consumed by all the negative and, and that blocks you from seeing some of the positive. I would politely disagree. Okay. I don't think I see the world like that. I I see negative and I think sometimes you see too much positive and you don't prepare yourself for negative. That's not true. I just said that's what my opinion was. Well, I politely disagree. All right. Well, I see the world in different ways than you, clearly. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to think that I don't see positive. Sometimes I might rest on some of the negatives, but that's because that's how I take in certain things. How much do you love when I go negative? It's refreshing. <laughs> because... I, I just like, I want to be prepared for things. So I want to think negative because I don't want to be caught off guard by something. So that's how I just, if something positive happens, then it's great. And then I can celebrate being positive. But it's not that I want negative or that all you do is focus on negative. That's just. No, I'm saying when I, when you were, you annoyed me before and then you hit, you started recording this yeah. because you wanted, you enjoy, you enjoy. <clears throat> realness. No, realness is both positive and negative. You enjoy when I go in to an angry place because <laughs> that is your love language. <laughs> yeah. I like it. So you, you like me in that state because you're you're it's like you want to throw you're like look at this you come to my side come to the dark side yeah but that doesn't mean i'm not grateful for things no no i'm i'm talking talking about something separate i'm just how sometimes you enjoy when i become negative because you think i'm probably self-righteous sometimes um and you want to throw it in my face no, not going to throw it in your face, but sometimes I think you preach too much positivity, which is like nauseating. Um, I understand how important it is to be positive, but sometimes it's like, sometimes you just need to embrace whatever feeling you have. And so if my feeling is negative, sometimes I just need to embrace it, get it over with, and then let it be done instead of trying to retrain my brain to be like, nope. Everything's positive. Everything's good. Everything's good. Everything's not good because you're lying to yourself. Everything. I think that's where you're getting. That's where you're getting confused about <clears throat> my outlook. It's not everything. Mm-hmm. 
I feel hopeless sometimes and down in the dumps and anxious, but to help, it doesn't help me to remain in that mental space because for me, when I see one thing wrong, then I see this wrong, then I see that being wrong. And then I get to a point where I spiral into, I, I am capable of spiraling into full on, full blown negativity. I hate everything. I hate everyone. Yep. Quote the undertaker. Mm. When I, to avoid going into that place because I need to have, I need boundaries because it could go very deep. I have to remind myself and step above the situation and look at it for all of its offerings and not just the negative stuff because that's the only thing that will help me not spiral into any negative space because it doesn't do me it doesn't serve me any good to go into a place where I'm being negative it doesn't help me physically it doesn't help me mentally so it's really just like self-preservation it's not everything's fine while the world's burning around that's not it it is I have to focus on the small, if they feel small, especially during times of a lot of negativity, the small nuggets of positivity that are also just as valid as the negative, even though it just feels like the negatives outweigh the positives. But the little things that help me, because otherwise, I mean, listen, I come from a family that has a lot of mental health issues, and I I don't... Not to say that this attitude can control clinical depression or anxiety, but as someone who comes from a family that suffers from a lot of depression and anxiety, I am very aware of the path I could go down. So for me, this helps me just maybe (laughs) stymie going down that path. I don't know. But no matter what, it it helps me navigate throughout this world with more ease than and more pleasure than it would the opposite but you also know that what works for you doesn't work for me certainly so that's not how i operate and when you do tell me like you have to think this it's like i don't operate this way it's like if i if i told you oh listen you're, you're upset Just go outside and run for a little bit. You'll be fine. You'll be like, I don't operate like that. That's not a stress reliever for me. That's annoying. What are you talking about? No, but I'm here for you. If if anything, I can help provide you if you're ever, you are in a dark place. Of course. To hopefully help you see a little bit of the light because otherwise you'll succumb to it as well. And I don't, I can't have you seeing only the darkness. Okay. I mean, I understand that. But what do you do for your students when they're in a in a bad place? Yeah, I do what you would do. Of course. Right. But sometimes that works, sometimes it doesn't. Right. I have yet to come across a student that feels like I feel though. So when I once I get to that situation, who knows? Right. But um I understand what you're saying and I get it. And I always think we should be grateful. It's very easy to lose touch about being grateful for certain things, for sure, with day-to-day life. And I am grateful for 
a lot. Um, but it's just really easy to look past being grateful when it seems like the world is burning around you. Yes, and I agree with you. And we're in a different situation, um, a high-stress situ- situation for a number of reasons. I guess my my point is now, it's like when I see things shared about like, how am I going to survive being inside? Or how am I going to... Like, these things that, to me, aren't big comparatively to a health, life, or death situation. Of course. And it, it, it does frustrate me because it's like, for God's sake, just fucking appreciate what you have. And, and stay the fuck at home. Yeah. Like, it's really not hard. And Sorry, we, you're bored. Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm sorry, you're bored? Like, someone's dealing with family members who are sick or, like, it just pisses, it makes me more angry, I guess is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which then <laughs> goes against everything that I've, I, I uh, goes against everything that I just have said about focusing on the positive, but you know, here we are. So uh, when you say you want to be grateful, you're talking about being grateful every single day when you wake up, when you go to sleep, yeah. like what, what do you do? What's your process about well, showing how grateful you are? I am in a unique situation with having multiple sclerosis that every single day I wake up thankful that my legs work and my vision works and my, you know, I'm not in pain today or I can walk down the street my legs function my brain function every single element I wake up thankful that I have another day not just like ah another day living because that's too generic but like focusing the things focusing on the things that specifically I'm very grateful for so throughout the day I mean that's just how I that's the first thing I do when I wake up Mm -hmm. but again when you have perspective that not everything you have is guaranteed every single day, it does change the way you, it does shift the way you think, you know? Of course. And I I can't say that I was thinking that five years ago, thinking this way five years ago or 10 years ago, like thankful for having my vision, you know, like that's something that most people don't really consider ever, but it's top of mind for me because that's personally just how my symptoms manifested initially so it's just top of mind for me because I you know have experienced it so that does change the way if you experience something like that I'm sure like someone who's been in a car crash or and and they couldn't walk for a period of time like every single day they're thankful that their legs now function but for me just focusing on little things literally little things like I have (coughs) excuse me I have a hangnail and in two days, it cleared up because my body is regenerating cells. Okay, see, this is where I need to stop you because this is the part where it's like, okay. How amazing is that? I, I understand that. But to break it down to such a small level like that is ridiculous for me. To think, I, I mean, again, you should be grateful that your body can heal itself. I am. But... A hangnail, yeah, a hangnail is a bit much. Because if you if you think about it, and I don't know if you personally, I don't know if I used the word miracle, but when you look around and see all the things that are happening be, without you even really, you're not noticing them. Like me looking at the tree, the cherry tree, the cherry blossoms outside and seeing the new green leaves grow on there. Like, I don't know if that's something you would ever notice, but that's something that I, I'm look, I look at and I'm like, 
I'm so thankful for that because it's such a, I don't know if I want to say the word, word miracle, but like it is such a miraculous thing that that's happening. No, I and it get just it. is regenerating into new life and uh, it's going from beautiful pink tree to beautiful green tree. I don't know. That's just, those are the types no, of things that I. No, I love you for that. that. I, I just, I don't operate like that. Or I the, wish I could. The sun is shining on my face. Yep. Like I just just embracing that feeling like it is miraculous that I'm outside and I'm grateful that the warm sun is shining on my face. I just I hold on to those moments because like you understand, it's easy to get sucked up into all of the all of the negative. And when you look around small things, whether it's my hangnail, that's mm-hmm. <laughs> my cells are regenerating or the fact that I'm walking or the fact that I can snuggle with a pet or you know I have a blanket that I can put on top of me and I'm warm and cozy like just the littlest things I I'm not again saying everything's great but I I need to recognize if I'm going to acknowledge the small negative things that it is unfair for me to not acknowledge the small great things well I think uh, one of the things that you do well is that because you're able to appreciate all the small little things that when a small negative thing comes up, it's easy for you to brush off because you're appreciative of everything that you have. Or even if there's a big negative thing, you can still think of all of the positive small things that you appreciate and then you feel good afterwards. I mean, just think about like, even when a big negative thing happens or a small negative thing happens and you kind of look back and go, I'm glad it, played now you have to have some distance because when you're in the middle of something it it sucks but sometimes like just thinking about ms for example i've brought this up before that i had an inflamed optic nerve and which blurred my vision and was really painful that was the first symptom of me having ms that was and it sucked at the time and it was scary at the time but when i when i you're thankful you had it i'm so thankful i had it i look back and someone may have you know, someone with a different perspective may have gone, it was the worst thing ever and complained about it, etc. I am so grateful that my symptom, symptoms of MS presented themselves in such an obvious way when people go decades without knowing they have MS because the symptoms are kind of nebulous, like it's tingly or right. I, my, I couldn't move my middle finger. <laughs> I don't know why that one came top of mind. that's the most important one. <laughs> And then but, by the time they realize they yeah. have it, it's too late. So and it's like with a bunch even the things that I, even the things that should, you know, bring me down when I look back, if I can get some distance and I'm just, or sometimes even it can come to me at that time. And I, I again, I'm not saying this in a self-righteous way and I'm not saying this, this, you need to behave like me. That's not where I'm coming from. But it's just like it, my brain just operates that way and I wouldn't. And it, sometimes it may take me a little bit longer to see the positive in something that's very negative, you know. Um, but I, I do think that at least those situations, it's, those situations, there have been a number of situ- situations for me or there have been very negative things happen. And I can look back and go, I'm so thankful that it did happen that way because of, you know, whatever the reason. And in this situation, like, there's a fucking global pandemic happening and, you know, as I was going into before, I could get angry that I'm bringing a baby, we're bringing a child into this world during this time, that, you know, we are, 
um, you might not be able to be in the delivery room because of the overwhelming nature of the hospital system. And we could give birth during the peak of the pandemic and our healthcare workers are already frazzled enough and all of the stuff that's going on and we can't see our parents and all of this stuff. But I'm so grateful that you're home during this time. Mm-hmm. That will be the weirdest, <laughs> craziest time for us. But you're going to be here with me and you're going to be able to experience raising a newborn and not many fathers can have that, you know, can say that they have that, the pleasure of doing that or the pain of doing that. And the way that my mind works is, yeah, I'll be with you as long as I don't get sick and then have to be away for two weeks or whatever. (laughs) That's exactly what, I mean, that's how it goes. I know. (laughs) I know. And then my thought is whatever happens we'll figure it out but like there's no point to create conflict or something that hasn't officially been mandated yet and to to wrap your you know emotions around something that's not real we know like we know the facts we know what's happening right now it may change and that you need to be prepared for but even then i'm sure there is something positive a potential positive benefit of you know if you get sick and you have to quarantine yourself, then we're lucky that we found out that you were sick and now the baby won't get sick. Like, there's just a number of things. Like, you could look at it. Yeah, I'm not saying that that's what's going to happen, but I'm sure there's something positive to hold on to, even in the most dire situation mm-hmm. or scariest situation or whatever it is. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying that it helps me. And. I don't know if people have, you know, I think people at this time are just nervous and anxious and I wanted to talk about gratitude because I feel like it helps me get out of my dark holes <laughs> and they're deep and dark no. <laughs> and or I, you know, this conversation, you may side with Chris and that's how you operate and it makes you feel better or doesn't make you feel better at all it just makes you feel worse but you that feeling you like i don't know but there's there's a choice there's a choice in all this there is for sure um it's i wish i was more like you i, I, I don't I wanted, want you to say that That's no not... i wish i was more like you with wanting to or with seeing everything in such a positive light instead of just harping on the negative but i i mean i try I really do. It's just a process. And I don't know if I'll ever be able to see things the way you do. I mean, I definitely am better than what I was even a year ago. But I'm rocked uh, uh, more easily than you are, for sure. Uh, You're able to rebound better than me. And I think it's because of how you deal with, you know, your day-to-day gratitude. I also come from... And there are, you, you can understand me probably more than anyone. Also, you just know my family history, but like, I come from a long line of pretty terrible situations, like whether it's abuse, rape, uh, mental illness. Wait, your family, not you. My family, not me. Um, so I am a product of a lot of generations of turmoil and poverty and uh, 
uh, I, I what else? I mean, you you name it. Yeah, you said enough. <laughs> not having a plumbing, like just a, a lot. Not having food. Not having parents in the situation. Just what? Wait. I'm just talking about generations, not okay. my own. Well, I mean, you can say the same thing for me. That's what I'm saying. A view of anyone can understand this. But we have trauma, different... family trauma, yeah. um, and for whatever the reasons are, or however they ended up going and having knowing all of this and and you know having a mom who's been through some of the things she's been through and a grandma who's been through the things that she's been through it has allowed me to have perspective that no matter what's happening with my situation right now I would much rather be in this situation than have a husband who died at 38 and raising six kids and, you know, not being able to afford diaper. Like, I'm just, I'm so grateful because there is no, I understand, I, I have a lot of perspective. That's, that's the only thing that, I think that that's how I've come to this place is because, partially because of having that background. Mm-hmm. And it's top of mind. And you've joked about my family it sometimes being too top of mind. They are. But. I mean, it's, they are. And joking sure. about it because yeah. that's kind of how we cope with things. But it still has allowed me to, you know, like my aunt, I don't know if I mentioned this in the last podcast, but a few people have checked in with me in my family just like, I'm so sorry you're going through this at this time and I wish things could be better. And it's like, honestly, like every generation has something that they're dealing with and I'm no better than why do I deserve a better situation or why do I deserve, you know, this is, I'd rather be in this situation that we are right now than giving birth in 1919 during the Spanish flu pandemic. Mm -hmm. Like I'm, there's just little things like that, that you kind of have to hang on to, or otherwise you will go into a deep spiral of anxiety and darkness, but it's not seeing the world with rose colored glasses. It's honestly just seeing like having perspective. Like, yeah, I, I get it. Things aren't great now. And, and, I, I really hate when people pity and feel bad for me. Like, that really does make me, that makes me feel worse than anything else. But it's like, we're we're better off than other generations that preceded us. So I can't complain too much, you know? Nope. I get it. Completely. And as long as I'm not given a, I'm, as long as there's no home birth and you're not the one delivering. God, please, no. Like, again, it could be worse. <laughs> so. That's something I don't know if we can come back to. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a different Maybe we should start preparing yeah. for that. Uh, <laughs> uh, nope, 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 nope. You would be better off delivering the baby yourself <laughs> than to have me try to work on that. You might need to. You might need to start I, watching YouTube videos. No, you're right. Um, I think that's it. I don't have much more to say. Do you have anything? Thank you for setting up our podcast recording studio in this newfangled way because i'm not in pain thank you chris are you showing gratitude yeah and i don't hate you as much after this conversation funny because I, I hate you more <laughs> after 39 minutes of listening how bad i am of a person no you that's not what i did that's what i heard that's what the audience heard don't say that you are a great person i have 39 minutes of proof no that's you honestly think that's what happened here no okay i'm gonna go back to binge watching tv and 
doing nothing. Cool. No, I'm just kidding. You should. Uh, all right. I hope you guys are staying safe. Hopefully, you guys are staying inside. So she, you should have plenty of time to listen to our podcasts, all of them, all the episodes. Start from the very beginning and just start binge listening of 70 episodes, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, sounds like a terrible plan. Sounds like a really bad plan. But if you want to go to sleep, just put our voices on and go to sleep. You please give us a uh, one-star rating if you would be so kind. And yeah. Wash your hands, wash your butt, stay inside. Got anything else? Nope. All right, we'll talk to you soon uh, and have a good week. Let's just say something. Bye. Okay. Visit www.greatgoalrush.com for our bucket list archive. And if you want to follow us on social, you can find us on Facebook at Great Goal Rush. Thanks for listening.